This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with the news. First, the headlines. The European Commission Vice President for Values and Transparency, Vera Jurova, will be on an official visit to Romania on Monday. Israel has initiated the second stage of the war against Hamas, the land operation in Gaza Strip. And the President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, called for a global model based on his 10-point peace plan. Prime Minister Marcel Tolaco announced that preparations have started for drafting the 2024 public budget. The government will analyze the projects and programs that went well, as well as the investment applications for next year. On the other hand, the Prime Minister dismissed the idea of other fiscal changes in addition to the ones for which his cabinet has taken responsibility before Parliament. The law on measures to ensure Romania's long-term financial sustainability, promulgated by President Klaus Johannes on Thursday, introduces new taxes and tax raises and cuts off tax facilities. Some of the measures take effect on November the 1st, while the others will be enforced as of January the 1st. Marcel Tulak also estimated that the new pensions law will be endorsed in Parliament by the end of next month and will take effect on the 1st of January 2024. The European Commission Vice President for Values and Transparency, Vera Jurova, will be on an official visit to Romania on Monday, when she will have meetings with President Klaus Johannes, Prime Minister Marcel Tulak and other cabinet members. According to the European Commission, the EU official will discuss the rule of law and reforms in the judiciary, Romania's goals in the digital decade, the digitization projects included in the National Recovery and Resilience Plan, as well as artificial intelligence and fighting disinformation. Israel has moved to the second stage of the war against Hamas, namely the land operation in Gaza Strip, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced. In a televised address, he warned that this was going to be a long and difficult war aimed at freeing the hostages taken by the Palestinian terrorist group and at destroying the military and leadership capabilities of Hamas. An Israeli tactics expert described Israel's current operation as modular, with alternating attacks from four directions, water, air, land and virtual. So far, the Israeli army resorted to airstrikes to hit Palestinian territory after the Hamas attacks of October the 7th killed over 1,400 people in Israel. 
In turn, Hamas says the Israeli retaliatory strikes killed over 8,000 people. According to an Israeli army spokesman, the number of hostages held by Hamas was updated to 130. The United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres voiced his surprise at the escalation of Israel's military attack on the Gaza Strip after the UN General Assembly issued a resolution calling for immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Guterres said that in spite of this international consensus, the bombing has reached unprecedented levels. Pro-Palestinian rallies were organized on Saturday in many cities in the world. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, attending a meeting in Malta, called for a global model based on his 10-point plan for peace with Russia, Reuters reports. An official list of the participants in the meeting is not yet available, but attending were officials for European, South American, Arab, African and Asian countries. The plan includes clauses concerning the restoration of Ukraine's territorial integrity, the pullout of Russian troops, protection of food and energy supplies, nuclear security and the release of all prisoners. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Dear friends, we have a special announcement for you. On Sunday, the 5th of November 2023, On the first Sunday following the Romanian Radio Day, which we celebrate every year on November the 1st, we invite you to take part in Listener's Day on Radio Romania International. Twenty twenty three is set to become the warmest in recorded history, warns the EU Copernicus Service. After average temperatures measured around the world during the summer and in September have reached the highest levels ever recorded. Climate change has triggered not only temperature records but also extreme phenomena. Devastating fires, heavy rainfalls, thunderstorms and flooding. In the 2023 edition of Listener's Day, we ask you whether and how climate change has influenced you. 
What steps do you think should be taken to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions? And how could each of us contribute to reducing our carbon footprint? Do you see education as a useful instrument to tackle climate change more efficiently? Should there be more platforms to discuss climate change? What role do mass media play in this context? We're looking forward to receiving your answers, which will be included in our show on the 5th of November. You can email them to us at engl at rri.ro, post them on Facebook or send them as a comment to this item on Radio Romania International's website at rri.ro. You can also send us pre-recorded answers via WhatsApp at plus 40744-312650. Or you can send us your telephone number so we can call you from the studio and record your opinions. Thank you. This is Radio Romania International, cultural event. Welcome, I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Between August and early October this year, the Frederick Stork and Cecilia Cuțescu Stork Museum in Bucharest, one of the centers incorporated in the Museum of the City of Bucharest, hosted an exhibition showcasing the complexity, technique and history of mural painting, entitled The History of Romanian Trade – Murals by Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork. Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork was a painter with an important influence on Romania's interwar cultural life, whose life and work were guided by her strong feminist beliefs. We talked about the recent exhibition with Irina Kirsta of the Art Department within the Museum of the City of Bucharest. The theme exhibition entitled The History of Romanian Trade, Murals by Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork, includes the artist's drawings made in preparation for her monumental paintings, as well as explanations concerning the restoration works on these paintings. Also known as the History of Romanian Commerce, this mural was made in 1933 in the Grand Hall of the Academy of Trade Studies, currently the Academy of Business Studies, to mark 20 years since the institution had been established. For this mural, Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork made a number of drawings on large sheets of paper, most of them preserved in the Frederick Stork and Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork Museum collections. The artist also made a two-meter-high plaster replica of the concave wall of the hall, on which she painted the entire image and which was the starting point for the final mural. 
But Who Was the Artist? Cecilia Cuțescu-Storc. Irina Cârstea has the details. Cecilia Cuțescu-Storc was an extraordinarily complex and prolific artist. She made a contribution not only to the artistic life of the Romanian society, but also to the field of women's rights. She attended the Art Academy in Munich, then she studied in Paris, where she lived until 1909, when she returned to Romania and married the sculptor Frederick Stork. They built a house which they decorated together. He made stone sculptures while she did the murals themed around the gardens of Eden. They would receive many guests at home and implicitly at her workshop. So her murals were highly appreciated and this is how she was commissioned her first works for public buildings. Irina Kersta also told us how the history of Romanian trade mural was made. Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork tells the story of how this mural was made in her memoir, The Fresco of a Lifetime. The artist mentions how important the drawings were, and in this exhibition we presented to the public precisely the paintings that were the starting point for the mural. The exhibition was organized by chronological criteria and structured into various topics based on the unifying underlying idea of trade. You have been listening to Cultural Event. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Focus on Romania. Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Welcome to Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. I'm Eugen Nasta. The man of the past from time immemorial felt the need to bequeath signs of his presence in this world to the future generations. Until writing was discovered, man expressed his thoughts through rupestrian drawings or through several objects adorned or painted. When writing proper appeared, messages and thoughts of posterity became more elaborated, enabling us to know more about the perceptions of the past. As for the messages carved in stone, they were among the most perennial ones standing the test of time to this day. When we speak about the messages carved in stone, what mainly comes to mind is the ancient period, with its spectacular temples, statues or tombs. However, apart from the ancient period, in time frames closer to our times, there are quite a few, and no less important, at that. In the 19th century Romanian society, the force of the messages carved in stone was impressive, especially when we speak about the messages engraved on crosses. In the city of Bucharest two centuries ago, stone immortalized what then the Bucharesters thought it was worth reminiscing. Cesar Buyumac is a museographer with the Museum of Bucharest Municipality. Also, he is a hunter of the city's stone crosses and of the messages engraved on them. Cesar Buyumac. 
Două cruci care își pierduseră urma. E crucea lui... In the present research, I found two crosses we seem to have lost track of. We're speaking about Ioan Pometkovic's cross, a fountain cross in the Ferentar neighborhood, and which today can be found in the Belu Cemetery at the tomb of General Gheorghe Bratianu. It was a fountain cross that changed its destination, becoming a funeral cross. That is the model, a matrix, just as it happens with all crosses around Bucharest. The other cross is Miloradovich's cross, another cross which is a reminder of Russian troops' win over the Turks. General Miloradovich was the one who succeeded to have the battle sidestep Bucharest and was thus dubbed the savior of Bucharest. A cross was erected in remembrance of that. It was a cross that can be found on the Patriarchate Hill close to the Belfry. The strongest messages carved in the stones of the 19th century Bucharest are those carved on crosses. The cross is one of the oldest universal symbols that existed before Christianity. However, it was Christianity that brought the cross center stage. The four arms of the cross signify the great axis of the world and the physical coordinates underlying man's endeavor to build his own material world. So the cross was the basic element on which messages for eternity could be drawn or written in a concise manner. For instance, on Tanase, the shoemaker's cross, which today can be found in the Ferentar neighborhood, located in the southwest of Bucharest, the biblical scene of the Annunciation can be seen. The profile of kneeling Virgin Mary is to the right, while to the left, Archangel Gabriel can be seen standing. A bunch of rays signifying the presence of the Holy Ghost is drawn above. The inscription is in Romanian, but it is written in the Cyrillic alphabet, still in use in 1829, the year when the cross and the water fountain were founded. The inscription runs as follows. With the mercy and help of the one who in Trinity is most glorified, God, this cross was erected to the glory of the Annunciation of the Purest Mother, and this water fountain was built. A key aspect of the messages carved in stone is made not only by the abstract side of life, but also by its material side, a fountain in our case. Cesar Buyumach emphasizes the bond between spirit and matter in the messages he found on Bucharest's stone crosses and which he studied. One such cross is that in the Puzulcute Street, which can be found in Bucharest's present-day neighborhood of Bercen. Cesar Buyumach once again. The cross in the Belo district was placed, in terms of time frame, according to various authors, in the time of the Pandors in 1821 or in the time of the 1848 revolutionaries. The truth lies somewhere in between. It was commissioned in 1831. It is a fountain cross erected on a greenfield plot of land on the Puzulcute street, lying a couple of meters away. It was customary for a tree to be planted and for a cross to be erected whenever a fountain was dug. It was a gesture of great humaneness to offer water to the thirsty traveler at a time when water supply networks did not exist. Concurrently, the fountain set the economic function of providing water to the livestock or for irrigation. There, where this cross was found, the vineyard site began on the Vineyard's Hill. The story usually went like this. 
the traveller would arrive, he would quench his thirst and sat in the shade. That is how he took the time to read the diptych of those who had erected the cross. Thus they organised their own alms when they were still alive. The messages found on stone crosses are messages of gratitude, yet they are also messages of triumph, such as the one on the cross erected by Wallachian ruling Prince Leon Voda in 1631, by means of which he marked his win over the enemy. There are also messages inscribed as a lament for the departed ones whom someone held most dear, such as the message on the cross of the great boyar Papa Brancovano, who was killed in 1655 during an uprising. And that was Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Time now for a short music break in the program. Listen to Sore featuring Adrian Suna and their song Lovesick. Coming up next on Radio Romania International, Visit Romania. 
Welcome to visit Romania with Mila Kramiara Simeon. Today I'll take you to Peștișani, a commune in Gorj County in southwestern Romania. Not as famous compared to the well-known Romanian sculptor Constantin Brâncuș, who was born here and whose works are exhibited in the great museums of the world. In Peștișan, near the village of Hobita, the place of his birth, Brâncuș intended to create a fountain in memory of those who fell in the First World War, but instead he created several large outdoor works exhibited in the town of Târgujiu, the Gorge County seat. Those who want to learn more about the life and work of the famous Romanian sculptor must visit the Constantin Brâncuș Memorial House in Peștișani, which is the main tourist attraction of the commune, as Isabella Quara from the Peștișan mayor's office pointed out. The number one attraction, as many people know, is the Constantin Brâncuș House and Museum, the place where the great sculptor started to walk. Then there are the many surrounding landscapes, which we invite you to see. We have the Bistrița Valley of Gorș County, as the river runs through the commune from the mountainside. We also have two dams, Klokotiš and the Vuja Dam. We also boast some very beautiful lakes. Very importantly, we have four wooden churches in Peștișan commune, erected around 1800. They are included by the Ministry of Tourism and two tourist circuits that the ministry promotes, the route of wooden churches in Romania and the transnational route of wooden churches in Romania and the Republic of Moldova. They are open to the public once every two weeks. Visitors can find out the exact schedule on the mayor's office website, peștișan.ro, said Isabella Quara. Peștișan commune boasts typically peasant houses that have opened their doors to tourists, offering them traditional dishes. Many cultural events and festivals are organized in Peștișan, and one of them, which enjoys great success with the public, is the festival of stuffed cabbage rolls and meat jellies. In Gorj County, it is a unique tradition, at least in Romania, to serve stuffed cabbage rolls, hot, alongside a cold dish such as the meat jelly. Isabella Quara returns with details. I invite you to the festival of stuffed cabbage rolls and mijales, which will take place in the center of the Peștișan commune in the Nucet area from September 30th to October 1st. The festival originally started only with coal dishes. It was an event started by the National Association of Rural Ecological and Cultural Tourism in Romania many years ago. Initially, it was held in the Tismana locality. Then, after the death of the event initiator, the concept was taken over by the Peștișan commune. And I want to tell you that the event grew from one year to the next, reaching several thousand people last year, said Isabella Quara. In the mountainous area of Gorj County, there are many sheep farmers, and besides cheeses and pastrami, mutton is used for another famous dish, the gorge stew cooked at low heat for several hours. And that's all from Visit Romania. Coming up next in the program... Romanian without tears. Welcome to a fresh edition in our Romanian without tears series. 
I'm Eugen Nasta. Engaging in familiar, everyday conversational exchange quite often entails making a promise. This week, we shall learn how to make a promise in Romanian. As usual, here is a bunch of useful words and phrases. Întrebare, question. Incomod, embarrassing. Viața privată, private life. A fi respins la un examen, fail in an exam. Facultatea de teatru, drama school. A primi o amendă, get a fine. A se înscrie la concurs, register for the contest. Cât poți de repede, as soon as you can. Now let us use some of the words and phrases above in meaningful communicative patterns. Îți promit că nu îți voi mai pune întrebări incomode legate de viața ta privată. I promise I will never ask you embarrassing questions about your private life again. Promitem că nu îi vei spune mamei că am fost respinsă la examenul de admitere la facultatea de teatru. Promise me you won't tell mother I failed in the drama school entrance exam. Îmi vei promite că nu îi vei spune fratelui meu că am primit o amendă de 5.000 de dolari. Will you promise me you won't tell my brother I got a fine worth 5000 US dollars. Promitem că te vei înscrie la concurs cât poți de repede. Promise me you'll register for the contest as soon as you can. That's all we have time for in this week's edition of Romanian Without Tears. Thank you all for the interest you take in Romanian culture and for being so keen on learning Romanian with us. Goodbye. La revedere. are listening to Radio Romania International. Welcome to All That Jazz. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and today's installment is devoted to the 17th Transylvania Jazz Festival, which brings together major international jazz artists in Cluj-Napoca. This year, the festival held between November the 2nd and the 5th is dedicated to the jazz pianist and composer Marius Pop, who passed away on November the 8th, 2016. Listen first to Symbols, a piece written by Marius Pop and included on his 1977 Panoramic Jazz Rock album. Performing are Marius Pop on electric piano, Peter Werthmeyer on saxophone, Aline Constantiu on tenor saxophone, Edward Buschinger on trumpet, Silvio Herra on guitar, Mircea Tudoran and Sorin Movilano on bass, Florin Pane on trombone, and Mircea Cerna on the drums.
21st of September 1935 in Sibiu, Marius Pop was a jazz soloist, the founder of the Bucharest Jazz Quintet and the leader of his own jazz band between 1974 and 1995. He taught jazz improv theory at the Bucharest Art School in 1986-1990 and jazz improvisation at the Lucha Farul University in Bucharest in 1998 to 2001. As a jazz pianist, he took part in most relevant festivals in Romania and abroad and received the Romanian Composers Union Award in 1979 and 2002 and the Uniter Award in 1991. 
He worked with jazz legends like Lionel Hampton, Art Farmer, Johnny Griffin, and Barney Cassell. We wrap up today with Paysage, Landscape, a piece from the same fusion album Panoramic Jazz Rock, released by Marius Pop in 1977.
Living Romania. Welcome to Music Time, the segment that brings you new music and emerging artists on Radio Romania International. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and the band featured today is called Delta Peobras, a name roughly translating as Delta on the Cheeks. The band set up in the Republic of Moldova in 2016 and comprising Gheorghe Gushan on vocals, Gelu Argint and Andrei Glevan on guitars, Ilya Ostapchuk on bass and Sevapev on drums, is making its way into the Romanian music scene with a strikingly original mix of pure poetry in the lyrics, heartfelt emotion on stage and a sound that has evolved from the original poetry folk and poetry rock to alternative rock in the later pieces. În capul vostru n-am culoare Degetele s-aspre Dar mâinile bătrâne Am încă să zici de patru goale Prin somnul vostru încep să îngheț în vis Un petul de culoare ce mi se arată în cale E un foc ce se vrea stii. It's nice to be with you here. You have a quite unusual origin story, so to okay. say, because the band was not, uh, the founders were not musicians, but actors. Yes. Can you tell me more about how you started? Actually, not we, but him. He's the actor and uh, one of his fellows. They were kind of uh, playing, I mean, playing, not playing music, but playing like a game. They were. Toying yeah, toying, toying with mm-hmm. the with music and the mm-hmm. verse, and uh, it started to grow up a bit. It started with poetry, folk. And yeah, kind of. And was the switch to let's say indie rock today smooth or like a clean? I think break? it was organic. There were two actors, uh, the guitar and the voice, and after this, uh, it started to grow up step by step and uh, very smooth. At the time when I came. There were four. Yeah. Yeah, four. And uh, we like it like that, but uh, we. There is always place for more. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But poetry still plays a major part in of course, your of music. Course. It guides the, the whole song mm-hmm. every time. I mean, we can start with a beat or a uh, sequence, but the, the verse is the guide of, of what's happening. I see. The name of the band is also a, a poem in itself, yeah. I think. What does it mean to you and what would you like it to mean to your listeners? The name is kind of the, um, the moment when we pass in other form. Mm-hmm. It can mean death, it can mean transformation, a cycle, but for me it means like this transformation which is very important because uh, I don't think we are just what we are here. We are more than that. And that part lives in us and uh, maybe guides us. And it's more important than the physical part. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You're working on a new album. What's the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is when you say you are working on an album. (laughs) We are working on the songs every time and it's kind of a routine for us. But uh, when you say that you are going to make an album, (laughs) the creation gets out of you. I I mean, it's gone. 
No inspiration. Yeah, yeah. you inspired, but you don't know what to say because the album is bigger than a song. We mm -hmm. used to make songs and singles, and when you step into the bigger form of expression, I guess your brain is challenged too much. I see. And you feel pressure, but we like pressure. It moves us, and we we're gonna make it. We have some ideas thrown in the door in the DAW, but they're not finished. Well, you mentioned pressure and it kind of made me think that, I don't mean to sound depressing, but I think this period before you release an album mm -hmm. is the most freedom you're going to get. Yes, 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 you're right. We all love uh, these moments mm -hmm. when you're a bit frustrated, mm -hmm. when you're procrastinating and uh, it's a very intense journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after this you just play it and play it. But after that it's, uh, you realize that uh, it was uh, worth uh, taking that journey. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you don't have an album, but you do have fans. I saw that. I'm scared of <laughs> <laughs> this word. Fans. You should be. Yeah. Uh, fans uh, tend to have yes. a thing they have a right to decide. What you should Every sing, time. what you yeah. should wear, what you should yeah. do. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I'm afraid of this word, not just because of that, but because it means like if you have fans, you're an idol. But we don't feel like being idols, and uh, it's weird. We don't think about it. How would you define being successful in music? Where do you want to go with with this project? Is it playing huge stadiums or...? Yes, we do want to achieve this, but I don't think this is our... Um, it's a kind of goal, it's not the thing that moves us. Every band wants to be heard and we want this for us. The success is when you make a song and you're proud of it. You mm -hmm. feel proud. You, you don't, you're not, you feel. Okay. You feel complete now. Self enough. Self enough, yeah, you, uh -huh. I guess. When you like every piece of it. Okay, I have one more question for okay. you. There's been this big wave of musicians from the Republic of Moldova. Okay. And I kind of think of Moldovans as being the Irish of Romania, not the bombs and the IRA, but a very small nation with a huge music talent. So my question was, what do they feed you guys over there? Yeah, very cheap meal. Or, <laughs> I think uh, as we grow up uh, and we see other other artists all, all over the world playing, we are uh, we are fitted with big dreams, you know, uh -huh. and hopes, and we hope that one day we can make it big. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know me personal. I'm dreaming of going big, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that the market is so small that it's very achievable to be known. Here in Romania, I think the market is that big that you, your brain understands that it's not that easy to achieve the, the mm -hmm. highest level. We don't have high levels in Moldova, so our goals are bigger than Moldova. But bigger than the country is the world. And maybe this part makes us uh, tend to go there. Thank you and good luck yeah, thank tonight. You very much. Thank you very much. This has been Delta Pe Obraz. I leave you with their constant touching me. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Thanks for listening. Lasă-mă să cadă acolo, unde
aventura Freaks en un estilo Un rapa Naturnas betón Un look de apo Focus on Romania. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and wrapping up our broadcast today is Iwana Krista, one of the great traditional music vocalists from Oltenia, southern Romania, with a love song. Să tot când 
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.o channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.o. Goodbye.